In Ag and Review for the week ending January 17th, we have this report from Randall Wiseman on the current hangup for the Farm Bill. Farm Bill conferees have been considering a proposal on dairy reform. The proposal would let producers choose between continuing the current payments or the new margin insurance program without the market stabilization or supply management provisions. But like anything else, there are two sides on the issue, and one person against the idea is House Speaker John Boehner. I have no illusions that the Soviet-style dairy program we have will continue. But let's not make it any worse by including uh, supply management tools that really will make it worse. I have fought off uh, the supply management ideas for 23 years that I've been in Congress. And uh, my position hasn't changed. And Mr. Peterson and others are well aware of it. Many had hoped for a conference meeting on the Farm Bill this past week, but feel the reason it didn't happen was due to Boehner's stance on this issue. I am confident that the conference report will not include supply management provisions for the dairy program. House Chair Frank Lucas told one media outlet he's reluctant to put dairy to a final vote to the full conference for fear it could endanger the entire bill. So while congressional farm leaders have put plans to meet on hold due to Boehner's opposition to the plan. There are also other conflicts to still hash out with the Farm Bill, one of those being payment limitations to farmers. But it seems consensus has been reached on an 8 to $9 billion cut in the food stamp program over 10 years. But of course, a Farm Bill deal can't be finalized until all issues are agreed to. And speaking of the Farm Bill, we have this report on one specific issue that is awaiting the legislation to be resolved. Even if Congress does get the Farm Bill done this month, Brazilian corn producers aren't convinced the legislation will comply with World Trade Organization rules against trade-distorting subsidies. At least that's the report stemming from a recent Brazilian cotton delegation trip to Washington. As Gary Adams with the National Cotton Council says, if accurate, the report is very concerning. Grower leadership from both the U.S. and Brazil held a series of meetings over the past year to develop a joint set of recommendations, and those recommendations have been conveyed to U.S. officials over the past several weeks. Now it appears that some of the reports that are coming out now, reports by the Brazilian growers, would run counter to those recommendations. Adams explains where the U.S. cotton industry stands on the issue. I think it's important that we stress the U.S. cotton industry has supported significant reforms to U.S. cotton policy, those embodied by the new Stacks products as well as changes to the marketing loan. The U.S. growers have also supported expanded authority of the use of funds that have been transferred from the U.S. to the Brazilian Cotton Institute under the framework agreement. Ultimately, the outcome of the Farm Bill will play a major role in the dispute. As this Farm Bill moves forward, there's going to be significant reforms on cotton provisions. We believe those reforms should settle the longstanding dispute, and I think we also would see that under a final settlement that we could see some cooperative efforts with the Brazilian industry. But the reported comments that we've seen out of the Brazilian delegation are not a step in the right direction. And as we wrap up for this week, we have this perspective from Everett Greiner. America is still the best fed country in the world and for less money than anywhere else. But a problem is developing that most people don't know about. Now, it could very well change those two statistics. For generations, farming and environmentalists have had conflicting opinions on what? Well, many issues. In most cases, settled in courts, farmers have lost. Now, If that trend continues, it could impact food's future production. There are court battles over water rights, farm chemicals, livestock production, even land use. Now, no one is saying that these issues don't need management, but farmers will not be able to produce food sufficient to meet the needs if their hands are tied. And many of these court battles will do just that if agriculture continues to lose. I'm neither a farmer nor a lawyer. But I know what farmers must have, 
if they continue to feed the world. And don't forget, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.